internet, welcome to episode 36 of Hack the Dino. We've been hacking this dino baby for 36 times. You can count them and listen to them all, all on the, on the internet with your... Anyway, I'm Ben Rosenthal and joining me is my co-host Dan McGuinness. How are you going everyone? Good. They, they answered back, I heard they them. They're all, they're all doing I very well. Fun, I, I, I can feel their presence. Yes, you heard them think. No, sorry, that was just me under the table. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And Dan, who do we have today? Today we have Mr. Greg Holfield. Holfeld. Holfeld, sorry. Well, it was like, like, like Blofeld, the James Bond villain, which they've mercifully brought back. So now I can correct everyone on my pronunciation of my surname. Who Blofeld, is? like in James <laughs> Bond. With an H, Holfeld. I know, Jaws and Oddjob, and that's it. So yeah, unless your yeah. name rhymes with them. So, how would you describe yourself? You are an artist slash. Ooh, artist. That's animator. a that's a stretch. Uh, I, I a scribbler is a succinct term I like to use. I, I draw pictures. Sometimes they're for comics. Sometimes they're for animation. Sometimes they're for storybooks. Uh, whatever's going. So, what are you working on at the moment? So, so some things that uh, you may know that Greg has done is um, at the moment. I, uh, the, the latest thing that I saw you do in print was uh, an Anzac Tale. Yeah, it? and that's about four or five years ago now. Um, yeah, I know. Time, well, time passes, yeah. But that, that's probably the last major comic piece I did. Yeah, you know who your real fans are. Me. Dan. Yeah. 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 Um, so the Anzac Tale was like an awesome thing you did with Ruth Stark. Sarky? Sarky. Uh, yeah, and she's the co-creator of the other work we did called Captain Congo. Yeah, I'm glad we went into that. Yeah. So to, to, to backtrack on that... On that uh, I'll, I'll sort of, we've got an hour to fill, so I'll give you my life story in, in terms uh, of, you yeah. know, what I do with a pencil. Yeah, sweet. Fine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, get comfy. Um, I've, I've done some research on you, so I've found some <laughs> so, other things. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, well, you can dredge those out later. Um, it took me a long time to get around to doing comics professionally. Yep. Uh, I fell into animation by accident uh, in art school, which yep. is where I spent most of my career. Uh, and then around the late 90s when animation became increasingly computer-based and I had little interest in that, I thought, let's see if we can't develop the illustration side of our career more. And I started going into kids' books. And where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Alberta, Canada. So this is all in Canada, this, this part of your story? Uh, no, this is this part of here in Adelaide. I left, uh, I, left, I left the prairies when I was 18, went to art school in Vancouver, uh, and ended up uh, in Adelaide in, when I was 25, 24, 24, yeah. Yep. Oh, so yeah. only about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that was a while ago, and um, actually about 25 years ago now, 24. Yeah, actually, I'm trying to think, uh, last Australia Day, how many years had I been a, a full-on citizen? And I think it's 22 years now, 20, yes. 21. Yeah. You're a blazing Aussie with a weird, really weird accent. Yeah, it confuses a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, that, um, oh, I'm a double agent, I mean, I've got dual citizenship. Yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah. so when, you're, when you're here, everyone's like, are you American? And when you're in America, they're like, are you Australian? Well, I don't go to America, I go to Canada. Canada. Yeah. Hey, oh, see, oh, this oh. It's culturally insensitive, the old McGuinness. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that I, I just don't know anything past Salisbury, Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to go a little bit further north than that to get the yeah. homeland. Now, speaking yeah. of animation, you, we did, were briefly, yeah. you, you did work on something that a lot of our uh, viewers slash listeners slash... I, I was uh, saving that to, to... I was leading up to that. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's let him lead in. All right. No, 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 no. Well, we, we, we could... I mean... Just gonna jump straight into the stuff that... Yeah, let's do it. Eat, let's eat do the it. pie while it's still hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is yeah. now. Eat the pie while it's still hot. Yeah. That's our catchphrase. Hack the dino. Eat that pie while it's all hot. Yeah. Piping. Yeah. Hack. Hack the dino. You're home for hot pie. Yeah. So That's right. what is this amazing thing that... Uh, you okay, so when I first arrived in Australia in the early 90s uh, and I was just digging around for animation work, I fell in with uh, what were they called then? Mr. Big Pictures, which later became Southern Star. They were an animation studio in Sydney mm -hmm. that was subcontracting with Hanna-Barbera. Nice. So we did some you know, cartoons and weren't terribly exciting in the early 90s until... Ren and Stimpy showed up, and then everyone wanted to work on that. And eventually, some Ren and Stimpy found its way to uh, Southern Star. And yes, I got to animate on a couple of episodes of Ren and Stimpy. That's so good. That's really good. Yeah, I know. I've been dining out on that for over 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I worked on it for maybe six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks? Yeah. How much did you get to draw in six weeks? Like, were you a... I were you, did. Were you a I, no, no, no. I was an animator. Oh. Uh, I did probably what amounted to about a minute's worth of an episode, I think. Nice. Uh, I did prehistoric Stimpy, and I think we did a little bit on Inside Stimpy, too. This is all season three stuff. So after John Chris Lucy got fired, 
they uh, started farming and work out, and we got some in Australia. Nice, nice. Yeah. And you also, um, I say, you do some stuff for Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That's another name I can drop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what we're about here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It helps with the views. Yeah, so, so, so while, while, you, uh, while the kids are on YouTube, once you're finished this, you can then Google Polka Face, because uh, that was a, one of um, Elle's sort of polka mashups he does in every album. Yeah, and he's, yeah. been, he's been going it for, what, 25, 30 years? Oh, and he doesn't age. No, have well, you seen a photo of him recently? Well, he shaved his mustache, and it freaked people out. Like you know, his legions of fans. Like, You're not Weird Al. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my dad did that once, and it freaked me out. Yeah, I'm doing the opposite. I've, I've only had a beard for about three months now. Is that the first beard you've ever had? Uh, no, I had one much uh, when I was much younger, and it, it was a red beard. It was a ginger beard. Nice. It's not not anymore. No, it yeah. is. It's just Gin- speckled with silver yes, fox. Yes. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this is beard number two. Speckled with George Clooney. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take any comparison to George Clooney yeah, I can get. Knows? Thanks very much. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, uh, Weird Al Yankovic, yeah. So he does these, um, for those of you that aren't Weird Al Yankovic fans, uh, one song in every album is like a, a mashup, a medley of popular hits of the day done oh, in a polka yeah. style. Yes, yes, yeah. I've heard some of them before. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, that goes back far enough. I remember when, you know, Weird Al was parodying my record collection. You know, he was doing parodies of The Clash and yeah. Polka. Uh, yeah, this, this really works. Anyway, so roundabout way, I've got a, a rep in um, this, this, the States, uh, Acme Filmworks. Uh, Ron Diamond is the producer there. And he reps a bunch of independent animators. And this, I can't remember what the connection was between Ron and Weird Al, but Weird Al said, hey, Ron, can you get a bunch of animators together to animate my Polka Face clip? You know, and Ron said, sure. So he farmed it out. Anyone want this? And we all stuck up our hands and said, yeah, we'll work for Weird Al. And yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. no, who wouldn't? Oh, I mean, well, right. you wouldn't for the money just to be, you know, just quietly. But, <laughs> you, but you would for you would for the, the glory. You heard it here first, know. folks. Weird, Weird Al, cheapskate. That's no. a good one. And then you've yeah. also, um, you've done Sumo Lake. I did Sumo Lake. I've nominated for... Tropfest. A, a Tropfest. And that got shortlisted. Okay, I can do better than that. I made the first ever Tropfest animated finalist. Oh, cool. Mm. Really? So in 1998, I did a very short film, which I don't think is anywhere out in the interweb, because it's, 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 pre- in- yes, it's, it's before <laughs> the internet. Uh, it was called Love Stinks. It's, it's less than a minute. It's a very, very short film. And and is sh- is yeah, it's the shortest film I've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it took you, what, five, six years to do that minute? It did take a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah. You know, it is animation. Animation's not the easiest no. thing. And it was, it was pre-computer, so I actually had to cut out bits of paper Wow! I, I couldn't Photoshop anything. I had to sort of get there with bits of paper, and that was actually the also the last so paper time. Paper like I, layers, right? Is that what they are? It was yeah, cool. pretty much like doing <laughs> layers in Photoshop, except I had to cut out paper Analog and stack them, right? stack them manually, and then hire some dude to put it under a film camera. Wow! A rostrum. That was actually that was the last film or the last dust film job I did. Nice. Everything else has been scanned in, in a digital environment, but yeah. So Love Stinks. That was a trot fest. Uh, finals in 1998, uh, and then I did a. I've done a number of short films, but then the one you mentioned, Sumo Lake, was done, you know, 15 years later, 14 years later, and that was shortlisted for Trop Fest. Didn't quite get into the finalists, no. which is nah, that's actually kind of an awkward place to be because you don't get sort of the um, recognition and the uh, you know the screenings you do as a finalist, but you yeah. still get locked into the Trop Fest um, distribution. So they kind of, you know, claim a little bit of ownership of your film for a couple of years until you can wrest it from them. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what so are you doing these days? What I'm going to do, I'm finishing up another short film. Yes. This one's called Pinch Pot, and this will be released uh, within the next month or so. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm working on some animation for a feature-length documentary about uh, a guy who invented the jetpack, an Aussie guy. David Maiman, he invented a jetpack. Now, I know what Whoa. you're thinking. We've had jetpacks for years. No, I, I, no. I was about to say... I don't have one. No, no. What, well, what's going on? This is like the hoverboard conspiracy all over again. Yeah. Well, the future is now. We we finally have jetpacks, personal jetpacks. Uh, not to be what? confused with rocket belts, which have been around for a while. We got rocket belts too. Yeah, we had rock. We've had rocket belts since the '60s. That's not true, is it? I'm not making this up. What's it's going it's a documentary. On? They tend to be well, mostly true documentaries. Are they dangerous? It sounds. No, 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 no. It's a rocket around your groin region is perfectly fine. Let's oh, strap I, your I back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live with that kind of... Dan McGinnis, ladies and gentlemen. 
yeah, distracted yeah, again. Yeah, we're, we're off the rails we're into we're a ditch. Just, uh, yeah, what yeah. we're doing, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, whatever. You yeah. lost it, yeah. It, what uh, about tonics? I'm not sure I want to get it back either. No. Uh, the so yeah, the rocket belt and sort of jetpack animation. Comics not doing any comics. This seems to be the year of animation. Yeah. So I've got a lot of animation projects. I'm after I finish this. I'm doing some commercial work and then I start working on storyboards for Bogan Entertainment Solutions. They have a series up called Monster Beach. They yep. just finished a series called. Kitty's Not a Cat. Did a little bit of storyboard work for them on that one. Nice. And uh, Monster Beach is next. So that'll keep me pretty busy through 2018. And are you still teaching animation as well? I teach animation. I, I, I mold young minds in the craft right. of 2D animation at CDW. CDW? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep. That's where everyone is. It's, yeah. a, good, it's a good place. You want me to move in sort yeah, of get closer? Get yeah, okay. Get All right. We're getting closer. Yeah. All right. Get, 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 get snug. Am I? No, I'll but, just um, stay here. Yeah. So, so you've got a. Um, so I know you, at the moment you're you have a studio with Georgina Chatterton, who we were, we have also had on for a little while. Uh, oh, you're not doing that anymore. No, no. Well, she's uh, had to had to leave. She's got a residency next month, and oh, nice. she's doing some traveling, some other things. So, um, you created. Yeah, I know. I know. It makes yeah. you sick, doesn't it? Yeah. How successful uh, well, and talented they are. God. Actually, uh, everyone should check out Greg's art. It makes me sick every time I see you draw. How good you are. Yep. It's vomitous. I've actually tried to work out. I, I think there's a comp. It didn't work out. I think it worked out beautifully. It's just that the editors didn't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you and I were in agreement that the results were uh, truly spellbindingly awesome. You should put that on your website. Yeah. Moment. I almost worked with Dan McGuinness. That should just be a, a banner. Yeah. 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 We, and we should just link to each other. And, yeah. We just have. Yeah. I can't see why it wouldn't work. 100%. No. No. Um, anyway, th thanks for the. Uh, I think some compliments were embedded in all that. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. Summer. So thank you for that. But um, anyhow, do we have some news for then, though? Yeah, we often um, go through the news of yeah, like, what's yeah, happening in the week. Some so very, we'll very quick. Okay, do you want um, me to lean back so you guys can... No, 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 no. I've seen enough. Yeah. We, we look at the camera, at the, the pretty people out there, mm. waiting yeah. to hear all the news, so all the we, game news. Is it video game news? There's some video game news straight up. No, we'll go video game news first. and then you play video games? Do you like video games? I was scared I was going to be asked this. No, not at all. Oh, good. Well, you'll love the end then. Okay. I feel I'm going to win the we play a little game at the end. Oh, video games. Oh, yeah, oh I was so well in that. Can we can I ask questions about like late 70s punk, punk rock bands or something? Well, we'll, we'll see what, what, what I've got we installed. That. We could have changed that. Okay. We could have, but we, we didn't. Uh, but before we get into the news, I just want to thank our uh, Patreon uh, people who have uh, all joined us and are uh, supporting us on Patreon. So thank you very much, especially to Patreon producer Tom Pascal, who has opted in for the... Uh, the producer level, which is only ten dollars a month, and he gets all the cool things. So he gets the pre-show, the post-show. He gets that uh, one that I do. I still don't know what I'm doing, but uh, he gets that every week as well. He gets my book interviews. Yep, uh, interviews. Yeah. interviews. Yeah. Dan sits down with a book and interviews it. It's pretty boring. Book doesn't answer back. But if it does, <laughs> man, I'm signing up for that. Oh, <laughs> you better believe you're going to Dan be versus book. The one to see a book talk, just like the Necronomicon. Anyway. Rumours are abound that uh, Spyro is getting a trilogy remake, much like Crash Bandicoot did. I, I did see that thing, and the, the mention of, like, isn't that just a picture from the Skylanders well, TV It was, show? but it was from Alana Pierce, and she is incredibly uh, credible. Incredi incre yeah, that makes sense. Incredible. Yep. You're incredible, Alana. I know you're listening. Um, so uh, IGN has also reported on it since, and, it, yeah, it looks like that, yeah, it's definitely going to happen. So that's something to be happy about. Uh, another remake that wasn't reported as much is De Blob. Do you remember De Blob? Yeah, I do. You do? That one I know. No. Hey, what do I win? <laughs> uh, I was working at uh, working with People's Republic of Animation. They did some blobs. So some of De Blob was done here in Adelaide. Yeah, did you cool. not know that? I did not. I mean, okay. yes, of course I did. I yeah, know yeah. all the news. I know it all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, keep your, so. your facts to Dan because yeah. me... I just have to let. Anyway, um, that's getting uh, remade for the Switch. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was announced a couple of days ago. What, what's the Switch? The Switch is the latest Nintendo console that all the kids love. Oh, uh, okay. You and can then. carry it around. Yeah, it's a, it's a young person's thing. <laughs> yeah, young. Um, you can put it in a dock and it comes on your TV and then you take it off the dock and you walk around with it. It's awesome. You should wow. check it out. The world sometime. we live in. You'll love yeah. one. You work on video games? Not really. Uh, I did some really work with. Do you remember Ratbag? Yes. Okay, before they were Ratbag, they were Emergent Entertainment. 
uh, and it really was just the, the two principals of that, that company kind of in a, a shed or, you know, a rented office, and they needed some animators, and they got me a fellow named Simon Clark. Simon had a lot of 3D animation experience. I had none and still have none. But, yeah, uh, no, but they, nonetheless, they wanted to bring me on board, so we did some early preliminary work on... Yeah, sketches, and, and they, they had some propriety animation tools for, for building this stuff, which, which frustrated us a lot because they didn't have, you know, sort of uh, accessible save or undo buttons. <laughs> so it's, so and, until we sort of got them in a headlock and had them bring that into the programming, it, uh, it was a few tiers. program the program to put, like, undos and save buttons in? Yeah, it was, well, or they there was and something just, to say, but there wasn't kind of a... Yeah, I just remember there there was some, in hindsight, kind of obvious uh, interface that was required for you to actually have a proper workflow, and it was, it just wasn't working out for us. Yeah. And, and but then they sorted out because they were you know clever people and just building stuff from scratch. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we worked on some stuff that eventually became Power Slide. Oh, I remember Power yeah, Slide. Yeah. So I never played oh. Power Slide, but we worked on some of the initial concepts of it. And, huh. So yeah. you, so you slide right into the video game thing. Well, yeah, and this is going Power back. Slide. Power right Slide is what the late '90s or something. That's no one knows. No, yeah. yeah, it's where Probably. we live anyway. Yeah. Not even the makers. Braden, no. what year were you born? Late '90s. Late yeah, 90s. good. There we go. Moving good. right along. We've got him here just to keep us real. I believe Braden's father gave it to his mother on the <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yeah, on her, on, uh, for a present for when, when they were dating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have a Power Slide. Have a Power Slide. Kingdom Hearts Three. Had some news over the week. Kingdom Hearts. You like Kingdom Hearts? You ever play Kingdom Hearts? You know what Kingdom Hearts is? No. Kingdom I'm Hearts is Mickey Mouse one. and Co. teaming up with some Final Fan- uh, Square Soft Final Fantasy characters. Disney teaming up with Japan. Yeah, basically. Okay. And it's a big, massive JRPG. And yeah. they've been waiting for the third iteration of this game for about 10, 15 years. And it's finally... They've said it's coming out this year. It's not coming out this year. I can guarantee it. But they've got the Monster Zinc universe and Rapunzel in there. Nice. Uh... I'm going to be very, very quick as well because there's something I do want to talk about, which is awesome. Okay. Uh, new Lubbo stuff was shown. New cardboard. New cardboard. So Nintendo Switch, Nintendo got a thing where you buy a cardboard pack for like $900 and you fold it up and you put the controllers in there and they use the vibration in the infrared to make this uh, cardboard stuff move and interact with your game console. Wow. That's what Lavo as, is. As a person, what do you think about Lavo? <laughs> Someone who does nothing it, to do it, it strikes me as a remarkable waste of, of resources and technology, it's but I'm kids. sure it has it's for kids. some practical application yeah. down for the kids. track. Yeah. I'm just, it's for kids. Yeah. Uh, I want, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, sort of, if that was invented with that end in mind, or if that's kind of just a byproduct of solving something for future Mars colonists or something. In the same way, we got Velcro out of you know the moon landing, yeah, you know, Velcro and powdered orange juice. You know, they, they didn't set out to make that stuff. It was just you know something that's required for the. I'm for pretty the moon sure landings. that they are planning to make the Mars like houses out of cardboard. Yeah, mm. which, which respond to each with their own something. Nintendo Switch. That's <laughs> yeah. right. You two yeah. can go to Mars and play Zelda. On you your Nintendo Mar- Switch. If you get a Mars house, it just vibrates yeah. very slowly and takes you to the shop. You can go fishing on Mars with your cardboard rod. <laughs> I'm liking this. Yeah. yeah. yeah but one it. thing they have included in it, they showed more of the software. So it's like an instruction manual uh, where it teaches you how to fold oh, it. Like but then you can create your own things. Uh, like you can map what you, want the con- what you want your thing to do in the control panel. And it will teach you how to do that. So yeah, if right. you've got like a, a, a piece of cardboard you want to fly as a plane... Um, it teaches you how to defy the laws of physics and gravity and it actually no but it teaches you how to electronically do you need it. their special cardboard for this or will any no you can stand? use any cardboard wow okay yeah. Yeah, I mean, any imagine cardboard. how bonkers some dudes are going to go on oh there. yeah there's going to be like full guns made and stuff uh, they've, yeah. big <laughs> cardboard they've robots one, they've got an excite bike thing where you, like, you have the bike handles and you press into your stomach but they've also got a thing where you build like a, a scanner and you scan objects like your hand and that hand becomes the track in the game. You, know, you build it out of cardboard, the scanner. That's what I thought of. Like, I no, no, it's an infrared tool. scanner. It reads your hand and puts it Where in the game. Where do you get the scanner from? You make it out of the cardboard. So, you do so it is a cardboard scanner. scanner. So you we make right. the scanner, yes. You put your phone in it or something? No, no, no. It's an infrared panel. And that feeds back to the switch. And then on the screen, uh, and uh, the... It doesn't make... I understand. Watch the thing, Brayden. Mm. Hit the hit the Q thing. Do your magic. 
He's already done it. It's been on for the last 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on from that. Uh, (laughs) A game that came out this week, Valentine's Day to be precise, was a game on the App Store called Florence Mm. uh, by Ken Wong, who uh, was a former resident of Adelaide. Uh, I don't know if you ever met Ken at all. I don't think I did, no. Um, He was the main creative director behind uh, Monument Valley. yeah, Huge yeah. award-winning game, won BAFTAs for the game. Florence, one. when I was at PAX, there was all big things for Florence. And yeah. I, I, walked, and I went, oh my God, look at how rad that looks. Mm. Like, I, I was just attracted to the artwork. It was very comic-y, like yeah, yeah. indie comic vibe. Well, see, that's exactly it. Like, yeah. I downloaded it and played it, and I'm probably about halfway through. Uh, it's literally, it's, it's a very easy puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, but it's more like a digital comic. Well, for people, is it for people in love? Yeah, yeah. It's, you you play the character Florence, the, the lead character, and you she play the lady or man, the lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she meets uh, a, a busker man? on the street, and yeah, yeah. it's all the dating. But it's got really cool things, um, like she gets up in the morning and uh, the alarm goes off, and you press the snooze button, and then it f- uh, fades, and you come back 15 minutes later, and it's going off again. And it's just really, really cool little clever things to get you into the character. Like, there's a scene where she's standing in the mirror brushing her teeth, and there's a little status bar underneath, and you have to fill up the status bar by brushing your teeth. If you go backwards and forwards, it fills up slowly. But then if you go around in circles, like you're supposed to, to give your teeth a good clean, it fills up a lot more. Um, and then when they're going on their first awkward date, this uh, the girl and the guy... I can't wait for an awkward date. <laughs> yeah, and, and teeth brushing. You just, <laughs> this, what am I missing out on on video games? This is how Virtual teeth come. brushing. Because uh, I don't get enough of that in real life. <laughs> no, go on, on sorry. <laughs> Broken Ben. <laughs> I got really excited about this, and you just pointed out how stupid I am. <laughs> well, um, I would just stupid is not that's harsh. I wouldn't say anything just, like that. But, <laughs> but really, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad dental hygiene is so exciting for you, Ben. Well, you don't get these pearly whites through no, drinking they, drinking the acid. Uh, has little uh, speech bubbles come up and you have to fill in the speech bubbles with like a tanagram type puzzle thing and at the start where you're talking to the guy it's really really difficult and then as the time goes on it gets easier and easier until you're just like getting one shape and putting it in it's really cool so you should look beautiful and pretty good I I, I, I like I mean as much as I you know don't really involve myself with, with video game playing. I recognize that there's a lot of really good design and illustration coming out of that genre. And Ken's yeah. great. And this yeah. is all uh, 2D drawings. There's yeah. no 3D animation. Mm. Yeah. Or if there is, it's minimal. Yeah. And um, Ken is, is an Australian guy as well. He left Adelaide, I think, two years ago to form his own company after the success of Monument Valley. Um, and this was his first big thing, and he's just knocked it out of the park. Um, like, really popular podcasts like uh, Beyond on IGN which is a PlayStation show they actually went right we're not going to talk about PlayStation for a minute we're going to talk about this game and I talked about Ken and like how big and impactful this is and it really is just a gorgeous game so Florence go and get it from the App Store uh, and support Australian creators because we're awesome some of us more so like working on Ren and Stimpy as opposed to others who just make a YouTube show I didn't touch Weird Al. No. <laughs> despite, what, despite what Weird Al says. Um, I've got some questions. I've got one particular from question from the interweb. Well, one question this week, and it comes from uh, Patreon supporter Michael Towns, and it's specifically for you, Greg. Okay. So I'll give Michael a specific answer. Yeah, the, uh, the Patreons have access to a special Patreon group where they get all the scoops. We've got all the scoops. Of ice cream? No, poop. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but it's good poop. It's like the glitter poop when you swallow oh, one of those tablets. It's so like shiny. Yes. Um, Michael, that hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to to put the poop in afterwards. See, just... you just can't get that shovel out of his hands. <laughs> Michael asks you, Greg, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to replicate electric hyper animation styles of Ren and Stimpy? Whoa. Okay. Uh, I think. Oh. A question. That is, that, that's a really good question. That's why I'm just going. And okay. I, Michael might be disappointed by the answer because it involves a lot of work. Oh. Uh, Ren and Stimpy is sort of, and from a creative point of view, it, it sort of came about because so many very skilled and well-trained animators were very, very frustrated. And, you know, that time training up as a 2D animator, you know, we were learning the systems that had been in place for decades. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the, sort of the, the you know the 
the traditional, you know, Disney slash Warner Brothers 2D animation systems, but there was just nothing terribly interesting to work on at the time. You know, we were leaving school and getting jobs on things like Care Bears and He-Man, and I mean, when you guys you work as, on He-Man and Care Bears. No, 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 no. And and as if you were a youngster watching, you know, yeah, we did it work in Care Bears. I no, I didn't. The table. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could have punched me because that stuff's terrible. And I was like, maybe when you were five years old, you thought He Man was awesome. Right. But if you're twenty something and you you know want to be a cool animator, and this is the junk you're getting, it's not so awesome. Yeah, yeah, but like working on any TV show, in hindsight though, you can see how that would be cool. See, I can see it being extremely frustrating. Yeah, because you you, you want to cut loose yeah. and and really sort of stretch this animation. And you're stuck with like He Man going, wait, come back. Yeah, and most of that's just so most in the library. That rotoscope. Some of it was, and, and a tremendous amount of it was uh, in a library. So they would just, you know, have a catalog. You know, so much of, of He-Man was done by the bookkeeping. Okay, we've got He-Man lifting a rock uh, from this angle, He-Man running along, and they would He-Man then just pull, the yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they would just sort of Jumping pull over, those cells off the roll. shelf and put them back into the camera again, and they could build up to, a, you know, a third or two-thirds of an episode just out of stuff they'd How already... Did you know that? Because uh, when I was in college, we uh, went and visited a number of studios, and we visited went. The He-Man we did. We visited Filmation, where they were making He-Man. Wow! And what it was uh, at the time they. Shira. They, they, <laughs> Maybe not at that time. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was all mostly He-Man at, at, at that just time. Came flat out He-Man. They, well, they were flat out. They had roomfuls of, of, of people just painting oh, He-Man men. cells. No, women, Mas- women, women, women painting He-Man cells. Now, for those oh, when I say cells, muscly men that they were watching. Yeah, that's it, okay. No, no, they're not following a color chart. Yeah, there wasn't near that much research or artistry involved in, in He-Man. Anyway, to get back to Michael's question, he's probably getting very frustrated yeah. because we haven't given him anything near <laughs> no, no, an answer. He's yet. a Patreon. He, he knows yeah. what he's paid for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, if you want to sort of get into that um, ability to really just push the animation uh, like they did in Ren and Stimpy, first you've got to learn the rules so you can break them. So learn sort of, you know, the principles of animation, you know, get that under your belt, and then go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys just had to do go nuts. Yeah. And they're under you, your belt. And they're like, oh, not your rocket belt. Yeah. You know, the things I remember the most about Ren and Stimpy are the close-ups that they just cut to with like well those are Ren painting skitzing out with, like, with the, the veins sound popping of, like, out and it doesn't yeah. sound of like someone pulling a balloon up and like yeah my like, favorite was uh, yeah the one where um, Ren doesn't brush his teeth and his teeth disintegrate yeah, yeah, and he's just like with stinky nerve holes yeah. and they, they sort of like close up you know zooming these like just open gums with these little sort of nerves yeah. twitching and the worst sound effect in the world yeah <laughs> No. Yeah. So, so things like you know, like you describe, you know, Ren sort of veins popping and his eyes bulging and all those, um, you know, how you achieve those, uh, you know, those effects in animation. It's a stagger cycle, and you, and you sort of got to learn how to chart your drawings to sort of get that staggering happening. Did, when you guys are doing it, yeah. did they give, did they say stuff like, like, um, did they give you an idea of how it wanted to look? Did they say, okay, so this close-up has to be one of those super detailed painted ones? Well, that, that would be done like, by different departments. Yeah, I mean, I, I, animation is, is divided. Any animation production is, is kind of divided up along an, like an assembly line. So it starts off with uh, the writers, and that goes into storyboards. So, you know, the, the show is created. The show is written and visualized in a storyboard. Yeah, right. And then it goes to... Back then, it used to go to a uh, department called Layout, and those were the people that would sort of do the initial key drawings mm-hmm. and, and sort of design the background. Now, that tends to be handled by the storyboard artist, so it's kind of all jammed into one position. And is all the, uh, the, the, the voices recorded first? or is it all Ideally, after? they're recorded first, so when you, you animate them, you, can, you have the timings and also you have the performance. But you may not get that until you, you may not have the recordings when you do the storyboard, but you should have them in hand when you're animating. So sometimes you just get a line with nothing, no, and you just have to work, remember how the, vo- the mouth works. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know, yeah, you need the recording okay. so that you can sort of hit the sounds, you know, for the right yeah, yeah, frame of the animation. Yeah. Right. And also, you, you know, you, whether you know, a character is shouting or screaming or whispering or, or, you know, give some sense of their performance and duplicate that in the animation. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Speaking of being cool, it's time to talk about some comics, because comics are cool. And I'm cool for those segues. Have you got some comic news? I've got a little mm. bit of comic news, but first I want to announce a little bit of a competition we've got going. Ooh. See this comic here? If, if you can't see it because I can't, you're... I because I'm on the wrong side of it. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, go check out Hack the Dino over on the YouTubes, and you can see the comic that you could possibly win. That's right. We're giving away this shiny variant comic starring 
Weapon X from... No, she's Wolverine now, sorry. Uh, Tom Taylor's Wolverine. Uh, I think it's X... Oh, God, I'm horrible at this. You can win this comic by subscribing. Just subscribe and we'll choose someone at random to win that comic. And it's very pretty and it's got Jean Grey in it, but even though that's Wolverine on the cover, but the female Wolverine. So do that. There's a female Wolverine now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. X-23 is now Wolverine. Okay. But Wolverine's yeah. back. And that segue... Actually, segues. Well, I actually... Speaking segue. of segues. Yeah. Uh, Tom Taylor announced a couple of days ago that he is writing uh, the Adamantium Agenda, which is a miniseries starring uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Spider-Man, uh, on their search for Wolverine, or the hunt for Wolverine, because nah. Wolverine's back from his Adamantium Cage, and he's there to take all the stones and make all the... Infinity. So is Wolverine officially back or is he he's still back. an adamantium statue? No, no, he's, he busted out. He's back. He's got his hat. He's got an infinity stone and he's there to... No one knows. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's bad. Maybe it's comics and it'll all work out anyway, so don't get upset. Uh, but yeah, Tom's writing that. Very exciting for uh, Australian Tom Taylor who's just going from strength to strength and he's also an amazing writer. He just brought out um, X-Men... X-Men Red, number Red, one, which Red is what this is. Red. That's what I was trying to say oh, earlier. X-Men Red. I'm cool. pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think it's the, uh... It's the yeah, expensive it's variant. variant. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's why I'm so confused. We got sent, so... Yeah, justified. Apparently it's going for a bit of money online. Yeah, so if you want that for free, just hit that subscribe button and do all the other things that all the other YouTube people do tell you to do to their pages, but pretend we said it. Uh... Plug. Dan. Yes. What's your favourite comic series ever? Uh, favourite superhero comic series? Invincible. What happened this week? Invincible finished. It's finished. It's done. No more. How long has it been going for? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe about 13, 12, 11 years? I can't remember. I don't actually keep track. All I know is that the characters age in real time. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. It's been gone. Wait, what is that? It's, it's 25 volumes, and they bring out two a year. Yeah, that's 12 and a half years. 12 and a half years. There you go. Um, now, without giving away any spoilers, yes. are you satisfied with how it all wrapped Invincible. up? Invincible. I haven't read it. Oh! I read it in trade, so I'm still six issues behind. Oh! So we cannot speak about like, what happens at the end. Well, Otherwise, guess I what? Stab your face off. <laughs> Everyone dies, and then they come back to life because it's comics. Do you know that the last storyline is called, though? The Death of Everyone. Yeah, but <laughs> he's done that before, hasn't he? Wait, is it The Death of Everyone? Or is that an, an old Well, he had that big red herring, uh, spoiler alert, from things or something like that. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. If you haven't read Invincible, Seriously, read it. It's the best superhero, ongoing superhero thing I've ever read. Robert Kerman, creator of The Walking Dead, writes it. Yep. Can't really go wrong. And I think it's because like it, it's just it's you know it's just it's a stop, and it's, and now he's just suddenly bought out his new ongoing series as well. Which What's is that? Oblivion Song. Oh, okay. Which, uh, number nothing has come out yet. Right. He they, he actually sent the first volume of it to every comic shop in the world. We Do have a copy. Really? Yep, one, the first vo not the first issue, the first six issue volume and it says on the front, uh, advanced copy not for resale. We've had people emailing us going, So if you want to win a copy no, of... No. So it's just, it's just one copy. But what makes it rad, it came with a letter of, uh, with Rob, from Robert Kirkman and said like, if like, don't sell this online, obviously. It's yep. for you guys to read. But if you want to give it to your great customers, if they want to lend it or read it in the store, please go ahead. Like to, to Wow. What if your great customers are subscribers who can click any time and subscribe to Hack the Dino? What? So do you just <laughs> so he just sent you one copy, one, co one, co one copy, one copy. I'll so actually run now and go get okay. it. Okay. Yeah, well, it. is it chained to the counter? Like will that stretch no, that far? I don't know where it is, but I'll be back in a sec. Okay. All right. So it's you and me, Greg. So uh, it's like amongst ourselves. Yeah. Uh, in for the krill. In for the krill. I'm so glad you mentioned in for yeah, the krill because that is that it. is a a pet project which. Um, one of those things that uh, I try and find the time to do amongst everything else, yeah. and I'll admit I haven't found a whole lot of time for it lately. Give us the, the elevator pitch. We're in an elevator. I've just pressed the button. Ding. Pitch. It's, um... Jeez, oh, I did, did have... Yeah, yeah. Bad I, music. Here you go. Reservoir Dogs Penguins. How's that for a... Reservoir Dogs and Penguins. Reservoir Dogs Penguins with Jazz Soundtrack. Is that is that a good elevator pitch? Yeah, <laughs> that works for me. Okay. Um, it's... Yeah. It was born out... It was originally an animation project, and then I realized, <laughs> this is never going to be made into a feature film. <laughs> I'm much better off making a comic book. It's, you know, so much cheaper, and no one's going to tell me to, you know, put in a... You know, a love song or something. McDonald's. Like yeah, yeah. sponsorship. So it's um, you can read it all online. Infothekrill.com, 
And uh, I'm up to, well, I shouldn't say I, I, I do it in collaboration with Jill Brett, who's a old schoolmate from Vancouver. She's an animation uh, screenwriter, and we collaborate on this, co-creator. And we're up to 180 pages. I think the first 150 are available online, infothequill.com, if you want to have a look. And yes. if you want to buy hard copies, there's plenty of buttons and links and all that you know, web stuff. Yeah, 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 true. yeah. Hey, you've got a comic book so to show I, us. I found it. Finally, oh. so if we can look here. Look at that. Exclusive. All right, advanced edition, not for resale. Awesome comic. This is going to be big. Yeah, like, you've read I, it? Yeah, I, I, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll look at this. And then suddenly it was the end. And I was like, oh, I've read it all. But Invincible does the same thing. Yeah. It, you'll sit there and you'll start reading Invincible and just go, ah. Oh. The Walking Dead didn't do that for me, though. That no. Was like, I, I was in there, That's like, because The Walking Dead. Page, like. The Walking Dead is, oh, let's have a talk. Oh, no, there's zombies coming. Oh, look, we're safe now. Oh, let's have a talk. Oh, no, there's zombies coming. See, oh, I really like now. Walking Dead, but I'm, I'm glad I'm the one who thinks these characters just need to shut the hell up. Yes! It's yes. just it's well, they got honestly. In the second <laughs> season of the TV show, it's like, yeah. nothing happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. they just stood around talking the whole time. He came here for the zombies. So anyhow, bit of, so I'm not going to show you the inside or tell you what it's about. Like, that, that'd be silly, but I just want to show it off. Not for sale. No. <laughs> Comic shop. But if all you'd like a copy, just subscribe to Hack the Dino over here and Hack the Dino World. So when does the uh, ones for sale come out? Presumably that they do intend um, to sell this thing eventually. They did like an advance, a big collector's edition that had a big statue. Um, um, they're all completely un unavailable now as well. Um, Can you give sure. us a basic premise? Yes. Go on. Um, Sell so it. It's kind of. Hang I mean, on. You elevator read, pitch. Ready? Elevator. Elevator. Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Ready? These are hard. So it's basically just about. It's like a big square mileage of what city gets disappears one day and gets replaced by another dimension as well. And all the people that are on that that city in that part of that city go over there. And it's about a guy that's going over there to try and get the people back over like a ten year period. Oh, here's my floor. And they somehow work out to how to dimensional travel as well. Sweet. Yeah. It's very, very cool. It's yeah. a bit complicated. It's got hooks. No, it's quite... It's got hooks. Well, don't pick it up. Yeah. But, um, good. It's going to be great. Um, I, I'm not sure... Sorry, that pun made me feel ill. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you, wanna, I just ignored it. I'll just move on. <laughs> it's generally what people yeah. do. So, issue one will be out soon. If you guys want to subscribe to it, uh, you can come down to Green Night Comics, put your name down for it, and you'll be, be on the Oblivion song bandwagon. Yeah. And bandwagon to Oblivion. Yeah. And you can read it's it. It's also drawn by Lorenzo De Felici. Oh. I got that one right. You did. You don't know Lorenzo's work. Is it any good? It looks beautiful. Um, it's done on matte pages. I like oh, that. Oh, that is. Oh, yeah. the colours look fantastic. Yeah, like... Sorry, you mm. can't see. We're, we're, just, we're just busy. We're just gonna, like, yeah. Especially yeah. the podcast people, which yeah. we have not described it. Uh, podcast people, you should go check out uh, YouTube. The video and see what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Hack the Dino TV. We don't have a URL yet because YouTube changed the rules on us. So now we need 100 subscribers. So if you feel like subscribing to Hack the Dino TV, we would really appreciate you when I don't fall off the table because I lent on the wrong thing trying to address the camera anyway. Dan. Mm. I wasn't doing <laughs> that book now. So what's next? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at segways. <laughs> yeah. I'm bored uh, now. Back What's over to you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> now we will play Dan vs. the World in the video game music challenge. Have we already know you've spoken for an hour? Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're 40 oh. minutes in. Oh, only 20 left. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's what the listeners at home are thinking. Greg Holford, yeah, but the they voice can, of the generation. Yeah, they can get up and get themselves a beverage or something like that. We're trapped here. Don't, don't worry about how this goes because everyone's tuned out by now. Yeah. That's what analytics tell us. Yeah. Uh, so, little game. I've got three songs. I'll play the first five seconds of the first song. You'll then take it in turns to ask five questions each, trying to narrow down what game that song appeared in. So you'll go first and go, oh, is it from a arcade machine? And I'll go, yes or no, or maybe you can ask for another five seconds if you wish. Backwards and forwards we until... Yeah, until you've both had five questions. Are these songs that exist outside of video games? No, they so, all okay. appear in video games. And only, only in video games. Only in so video games. only if you play video games will yes. you heard these songs. Okay, so, um, I just want to be I'm clear. expecting a clean sweep from you. Mm, yeah. uh, after the first five song, uh, sorry. After the first five questions, you get a free hit. You can uh, just try and guess. Uh, if you get it right, you get a point for the world because you're representing the world. If you get it wrong, it'll go over to Dan. If he gets it right, it's a point for him. If not, it's a draw. 
Now, you are playing for something. Because at the end yeah, of the year, the people <laughs> who have the most points win the Trophy of Infinite Things. Dan oh. won it last year. That's our trophy. You can see it there, modeled by Dan. It's his trophy. He won it. So a big golden trophy. I think if I'm your competition, you can keep that safely in your hand, Mr. Yeah, McGinnis. I found it in hard rubbish. <laughs> no, you found it in a tree. <laughs> you got it on a hard rubbish week. I don't think someone throwing up there. Dan found it in a tree. It's a tree food. Tree, tree feet? Tree feet. Tree feet. Anyway, Dan, you're on two, and the world is on four. So the world's got a little bit of a lead. I'm that sure won't last long. Oh, I'm sure they'll, uh, they'll do very well with Greg. Ah, let's do it. Uh, well, that's Louie Louie, originally recorded by the Kingsman in 1964. However... Yes, so what video game did but it be it, it wasn't a video game. Um, that sounds really sort of cheesy and almost kind of analog. It might now, be... don't guess it first. Yeah. Ask questions to try and oh, narrow it down. okay. Because if you guess and it's wrong, the point goes to Dan. I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, sorry, I'm new to this game. Um, so is, is, it a, yeah. <laughs> is it an arcade game? No. No, okay. it appeared on consoles. Dan. What genre of game is it? It's a sports simulator. Hmm. Mm. I think I know this. Really? <laughs> Greg. Um, actually, I already asked the one question. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. A hint? A hint? Uh, where this game is set is closer to your homeland than it is to where we are at the moment. Yeah, okay, it's... I, I know it's... Is that name of that place in the title? Yes, it is. Of that... Of, of that the state? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a state? Uh, yeah. yeah I think I so. I know what it is. <laughs> Greg, question number three. Is this... Is it a particular... Okay. Can I guess the sport? Would that... Uh, can I, I ask what sport it is? Okay. You can ask what sports are in it, if you like. You can you can ask if a particular sport is in that game because it's a, okay. a multi-sport game. Oh, okay. It's a multi-sport. See, I got a hint without even trying. I know. It's yeah. almost like I'm willing you on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said it's named on a mistake. Okay. Is it a southern state? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is the you know state vote Republican or Democrat in the last election? Do you know what it is, Brayden? If I saw the state, I could say it was Southern. <laughs> if I saw a map, I'd be able to tell you. Um, I'm guessing, well, I don't know, where's, where's the, the hot part of America? I'm going to guess South. South? Yeah, yeah. It's a South state. Yeah, okay. everyone off the hook. All right. Is it California games? Yes, it's California games. See, I wouldn't well done, Dan. Have you ever heard of that? No, never. Oh, man. Yeah. Really, it's Louis Louis, the title thing. Louis Louis, yeah, yeah. Kingsman. You've never heard of you've never heard of Louis Louis. I have, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, okay, but that's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what do you think I am, a millennial? Dun, dun, dun. I'm glad yeah. we didn't do a music challenge. You knew the date. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well here we go. Question. Uh, second song. Second song. Very jovial. I have no idea what that is. Oh, that's why we're here to guess the mm. questions. I have to do my textbook questions. Did this, did this game originate in Japan? Uh, good question. It is a good question. I believe so. Alright, so um, what, uh, what console is it on? Or whatever. PlayStation. PlayStation 1? Well, it originally came out on the PlayStation 1, yes. Okay. Uh, genre of game? It is uh, an action adventure. Action adventure on the PlayStation One. Yeah, there's wasn't many of them in Japan. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Is it my show? Yeah. Ah, um, ooh, narrowing it down, action adventure. So, what is the main protagonist, or whatever? What is he? Or is it? A, yeah. That's what, a he. There's a clue. What? What is it? Yeah. Like, what is it? Yeah. Are you sure you want to answer? Yes. It's a a, a mythical being. It doesn't exist in the real world. It, it's oh, okay. Yeah. I really don't want to give away. Uh, the the look and, and graphics of this mm -hmm. game, what sort of genre would that fit into? Is it like cartoony or 
quasi-realistic or no, no, no. It's comic it's, booky. It's cartoony. It, okay. It's light-hearted and and very okay. colorful. Do you have an idea, Greg? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fishing, but it's. Have it's, we mentioned this game in the podcast? Oh, in the, the the show today. Why? Yes, we have, Dan. <laughs> it's almost like I do that every week. Yes. Hmm. Ooh, it's been mentioned. Okay. It has been mentioned. Is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. Yep. Is it the Blob? No. Uh, very close though. Spyro the Dragon. Oh. Yeah, Which we was in the, in the Blob conversation. Yeah, but no. When, when you said Spyro, I thought of the French comic. Which no, is pronounced Spiro. No, yeah. Not that at all. No. Oh, there's a video game of that? No, oh, it turned out not. I just. <laughs> just kept quiet. So that's why uh, so, I didn't go there. Dan, you're on four. And the world is on four. Oh, dear. We're all tied up. Who's going to take the I lead? I got Greg to come on, not knowing that he yeah, knew that's nothing about video games <laughs> to catch up. Funny. It was Dan who asked me to come yeah, on the show. What's going on here, Dan? And I was behind <laughs> the game. <laughs> I think go. I should get a point for Louie Louie. Here we are. Last song. Here we go. I know this one. Ben, I suggest you guess it. And I played it. Ben, I suggest you guess it because I'm pretty sure Dan knows it as well. (laughs) Go for it. This this game would involve ghosts and and sort of like, you know, chomping smiley faces. And it's called Pac-Man. Yes! Yes, it is! Yeah, I didn't know what it that was. I, you <laughs> didn't know what they were serious? I was going to narrow it down. I okay. purposely did that to troll you. No. I didn't, I've never played... I don't do Pac-Man. You've never played Pac-Man? Well, I have, but I've never taken any. It did sound familiar to me, but I just didn't know what it was. I, I, I thought it was pretty frank. I, I played that in the late 70s uh, in an arcade... You know, on, on an arcade game, you know, in a bowling alley in, in Alberta. You can't know, you feeding that. 25 you know, quarters into it. I can't believe you knew that. I got you on it for a reason. Wow. <laughs> no, I think you're I mean, fine, Dan. If you, could, if you could honestly pick one sort of, you know, thank you. That, that was a gift. Tip of the hat. Yeah. See, I, that I was try probably my the hardest. only one I would know. Yeah, Anything ever. I can do to screw Dan over, I will try my very best. Yeah. So at the end of that round, Dan is on four and the world is on five. Still in the lead and skating ahead. I Power am sliding so ahead. relieved that I haven't let down the world. No, uh, we've know, got plenty yeah. of people to do leave that, that to come. Leave that for, yeah. to me. <laughs> we've been Hack the Dino, a fortnightly pop culture podcast here, coming out of Greenlight Comics, which is a shop that Dan owns. Dan, tell us about Greenlight Comics. Well, Greenlight... Oh. We, had <laughs> we had a customer come in this week actually who, you know, we've, really? we've had him for a long time. Yep. And he just goes, The name of your shop's Good Life Comics, isn't it? And he was good in life, the shop. Good Life Comics. <laughs> he was on the phone, not trying to tell someone where he was. He goes, yeah, It's Good Life Comics. Good Life. I'm like, Dude, you've been coming here for like a year and you don't know what the name of the and shop is. And presumably he knows how to read, you know, because he's a, he a customer, yeah. Because yeah. he's reading comics, yeah. <laughs> Good life, mm. Good life. So come on down to Good Life Comics where we got gym equipment. You can do bicep curls where you got all those mm. crumpled up. Comics. Come in for a free health shake. You can Ooh. some wheatgrass. Go on the treadmill and read all about what Voltron's doing. So what where we really are is Greenlight Comics in 18 Stevens Place, um, just off Rundle Mall down the side of the Mars Center. In Adelaide. In for all of Adelaide. us, you us, uh, you us, you us, you us, friends. We are in Adelaide. I think you're saying US. Yes. Yeah. I can't speak and words. What would you like to plug? Oh, well, let's see. Come into, if you're in Greenlight Comics, ask for my books. Anzac oh, yes. Tale. Actually, I'm going to go get one. Yeah. Oh. Captain Congo. Do you have any Captain Congo? I do. Oh, excellent. So, Tell us about Captain Congo quickly. Captain Congo. Hang on, I'll in the elevator again. Bing. It is uh, a kid's comic which combines uh, the adventure of Tintin, the humor of, of you know, Carl Barks. Um, comics for kids. That's basically comics it. for kids. Comics like for Lalo, kids, but not a comic. We got a, we got a bunch of volumes of this one in stock as well. I've got, I've yeah, that's the first one. It's and got the best the cover. And that tale, which we were talking about before, yep. which is beautiful, nice, beautiful hardcover. That is working the, yeah. press. Working, no, working title, title press. press. Yeah. yeah. You can. You know how you can tell it's a hardcover from the sound that you just heard of Dan slamming on the desk and yes. the microphone's picking that up. Oh, That's yeah. how you can tell it's a hard copy. It's a real book and everything. So you're looking at 16 bucks for Captain Congo and you're looking for 29.95 for the hard cover of the Anzac Tale. Come down, get it. I actually sold one today to a library. Oh, Excellent. there you go. So, Literature for the kids. So, hmm. 
Uh, you can also look up Hack the Dino on all the social things. We're there. There's no other Hack the Dinos. Actually, no, there was that one Google game, but don't worry about them. Google have enough stuff that you don't need to worry. What's, what's a Google anyway? But if you put Greg Holfeld into Google or the search engine of your choice, good chance you'll get Do me. Do you know what a Google is? I didn't even know what a Google is. I thought it was a search engine. No, no, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a number. It's a ah, one with a okay. hundred uh, zeros. No, not a Googleplex, just a Google. Mm. It's one with a hundred. You know who told me that? My 10-year-old daughter. So there we go. Kids nowadays. Good so on I, you. Might not be true. It's you true. might have been wrong. You call my daughter a liar. <laughs> yeah. Step outside. No. Google it. No, see if it's right. <laughs> Hack the dino. Look it up on all the things. If you can throw us a couple of bucks and help keep this light on so I still look sickly yellow, please do so. $1, you get uh, pre-show, post-show. $3, you get the exclusive podcast where I speak words much better than this and if you become a patreon producer like our good friend tom pascal did thank you tom of red tomato design check him out he did these pins uh you too can uh, get heaps of stuff i forgot exactly what it is but go to uh, hack the dino over on patreon and check that out mm. and yeah. don't forget we're going to pick a random subscriber to win this awesome variant comic which goes for lots of money trust me do you have a website or anything you want to plug greghorfeld.com Flat out. Yeah. Done. That's it. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> is that it? We're, we're under time. Is there anything else you want to talk about quickly? No. We're done? Nah. Well, right, we're just going to have to sit here quietly for five minutes then. Why do we have to do an... Shh. Oh, sorry. Can we do pantomime? Oh, no, you can't. Mm. <laughs> nah, I'm out. Yep. Going on.